0: Tonight, I will be telling you five horrifying true stories. I hope you enjoy. Number one. Back in high school, I was part of our school's cheer squad. During the summer, before the new school year started, we'd all go to cheer camp. This one was held over a few days at a local university and learn some new routines or stunts and compete with other cheer teams. Now, I really wasn't a typical cheerleader. I liked my space and I didn't get rowdy with the others during our off time. I preferred to read or listen to music by myself in a room I shared with two other girls. During these down times, all the girls were always across the hall listening to music and going nuts. They always did this with their door open, so I kept mine closed so I could have some peace. I was laying on my stomach in front of my boombox with my head facing away from the dorm door. All of a sudden, I hear a female whisper. Turn around I turn around and no one is there I go back to what I was doing And again, I hear someone say Turn around I figure I'm hearing voices carry over from the hallway As the voice did sound like one of the girls on my team I open the door to have a look outside, and surprisingly, the hall is empty, and the door across the way is shut. Couldn't have been her. Again, I go back to what I was doing. This time, when I hear the voice say, turn around, again, it was followed by two hard taps on my right shoulder. Oh, hell no. I get up. Look around There is no one in the room I go look in the closet That was closest to where the dorm door was It was a shared closet That led to the next room That was occupied by our coach No one in there either I figure Fuck that I'm not staying in this room alone So I go across the hall Into the other room Everyone is busy doing their thing I tell my friend about it who's really into ghosts, may I add and she keeps telling me to tell everyone about it but I choose not to. It happened to be the last night of our stay there and our coach and one of her friends were telling ghost stories. The last story they tell us is how the area where we had been practicing in front of a white gazebo was where a wedding was supposed to have taken place. Something about some people that donated a lot of money to the school had it built for their daughter's wedding. Their daughter ends up finding out that her fiance was cheating on her and she hung herself from the gazebo. I thought it was interesting that the gazebo was the first thing I noted when I assigned my room. It was right outside our only window. I don't know how true their story was, but I loved how the smells and laughter completely fell from the coach and her friend's face when my friend had me relate my story. No one slept in that dorm room that night. Number two happened to my wife's grandmother about 15 years ago while we were still dating. Her husband had just passed away about a year previously but she'd been going down to the library and volunteering, exercise and socialisation. This was in the winter so her walk back was while it was getting dark. The library closed at five And then there were some extra stuff to do before everyone actually left. And on this particular night, she turned down a ride home from another volunteer. Because, damn it, she needed to stay in shape. The house is about a mile away through some lightly wooded area in South Texas. And now she's about halfway home. She notices someone behind her. He's walking the same direction and gaining on her Which in itself isn't all that particular She's old and thus not particularly fast But in this case, he seems vaguely sinister They keep walking, pretty soon he's right behind her Then he falls into pace, just staying behind her Now, she knows that something's up But she's almost home She can see the top of her driveway coming up And she leaves her lights on So it'll look like someone's home when she's walking in She just needs to make it another 150 yards Then 100 All that time, she said He was so close that she could feel his breath on her neck Maybe 50 yards. It happens. Strong hand on her shoulder. Okay, bitch. Don't turn around and hand over your purse or I'll fucking cut you. She stops for a second. Then takes one big step forward. Turns and shoots the guy in the neck with a .38 she kept in her purse. Hey, Miss Texas. The guy spent the next five years in a prison hospital before he died of complications. My wife's grandmother passed last year. Up to the end, she laminated that she pulled the trigger too soon. My late husband would have been embarrassed to know I missed. Number 3. I was sitting in my room, after getting out of work, on the second floor, little bro is downstairs watching TV, the dog is in the hallway outside my door sleeping, while of a sudden, dog starts making all kinds of racket, jumping around, barking, clacking nails, howling. I go to get up and see what's up, and I hear... Oh, that's a good girl, in a male voice. It didn't sound like little bro, so I go, Oh, you're home early, thinking it's my dad's friend, a roommate, as I open the door. Soon as I'm out there, there is no one at all but the dog wagging her tail, staring at the empty end of the hallway. Little bro comes upstairs to yell at me for getting his dog riled up. Said he heard the same voice thinking it was me or a roommate. We did a once over of the house with my butterfly knife and his BB gun. And there was nobody. Still gives me the spooks to this day. Number four. There's an abandoned house next to mine. The previous owner moved out to California 25 years prior and never sold it. I got a flashlight, gloves, and pushed the window open and went inside, starting with the basement. In the basement was a grand piano, still plays very much out of tune. Old World War II stuff, what seemed to be a signed Elvis poster, some other really cool shit no one should ever leave behind. There's basically a whole story in the basement, including a broken wedding picture frame and instruments everywhere. On the main floor was an unmade bed, moulded food still in the fridge and on the stove top. Half-empty beers turned solid, lights that still hadn't been turned off. Then I started walking upstairs when I heard crying from one of the side rooms. That's when I freaked the fuck out and haven't been there since. Number 5 My parents were on a trip to Europe, they are getting older and have plenty of money so they can travel wherever they want. I was taking care of their house, I was home for the summer from school anyway so it was fine. I had been there for a few weeks and it was pretty quiet, I just went to work, came home, had some time with my boyfriend enjoying the house to ourselves. But one night, I was just laying there watching TV when I heard this really weird, low, whistling sound coming from the window that was just behind the couch. It struck me as sort of odd. And I just sort of shrugged it off. But then it happened again. It totally sounded like there was a person standing at the window whistling up against it. I looked out the window And obviously There was no one there So I figured I should go check it out If it were something like the wind on the siding I should probably fix it Because that would get annoying So I walked out into the backyard The backyard at my parents' house Is this super beautiful Sparse sort of forest That leads to a road on the other side So I looked at the house, and didn't see anything. But then I heard the sound again. It was coming from the woods in the back. I was pretty creeped out at this point. And of course I couldn't see anything in the woods. So I hurried back through the door and locked it behind me. I never really heard the sound again for a few days. Until one night, I was asleep in my room And I could have sworn I was awakened by the whistling sound against my second floor window. I listened hard, and it was dead silent. So I decided I should go ahead and look out the window. I did that whole thing where I crept super slowly towards it and just sort of peeked through it. Outside my window, There was a man just standing there. I was really sleepy, so I can't know how much of this I'm just misremembering. But he was just sitting there, staring at me. I was completely frozen, and slowly the man pursed his lips, and I could hear the whistle again. It was crystal clear. And made me feel like crying I tore myself away from the window And hid under my covers The next night I insisted that my boyfriend stay with me He did And of course nothing happened He figured that I was just tired and delirious And maybe he was right It gets kind of anticlimactic here But I didn't hear it for another week or so And when I did It was just one Small whistle Happening randomly Coming from a wall or something It just happens every week or so And it always freaks me out tremendously The weirdest part Is that I kinda have started doubting The accuracy of my memories Particularly my Encounter with the whistling man so that does it for our five horror stories I do hope you did enjoy and if you would like to hear some more please do let me know in the comment section below and if you're new please subscribe thank you